All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. Aloha, triathletes. Welcome to another edition of Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon, whether you're an Ironman veteran or just thinking about doing your first sprint race. That's right, so if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. I am the Iron Kahuna, podcasting from Tri-Geek Dreams Labs in the OC, Orange County, California. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. Now, this is a week of mourning because the OC, the Fox's um, uh, classic show about Orange County, was canceled this week. Oh, no. And, um, I'm not quite sure what to do with myself, but uh, <laughs> it's very sad. Um, and <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm doing yeah. okay. Feeling, I don't know how iron I feel. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm feeling good, though. What's, uh, what's the weather like uh, outside the Windy City? You know, this is, you wouldn't uh, know this asking anybody in Boulder, Colorado these days, but I think global warming has hit really? the, good old, the good old uh, uh, Midwest here. It's, what, January? The first week of January? And it's uh-huh. in the pushing 50s. Wow. I'm saying. And, like, raining and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely unnatural. I mean, I'm not complaining because I can run outside and everything, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just good to know that... Um, <laughs> that poor Colorado is under like 19 feet of snow, <laughs> so I know that the world's not going totally to hell. But <laughs> yeah, another snowstorm this week. Yeah. Well, it's good. it's it's uh it's sunny here. Uh, it's probably like 75 today. Ugh. So that's disgusting. <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be out uh, riding my bike after this. Though I've been very slothful since the um, the Iron Man, I gotta get going. Slothful. Slothful. So we because mm-hmm. we got our wildflower coming up in uh, four months, less than four months. It is in four months, isn't it? Yep. And Holy to, uh, cow! I have not. Here's a confession for you. I have not been in the water since uh, November fourth. Um, not even like pool water. I hope shower water. Tell me shower I've water. Take, I've taken a couple <laughs> of showers, but uh, I've not been in the pool oh, since, my uh, goodness. since that date. So People can swim know. without the fear of um, kahuna pee everywhere. Urination. Um, yeah. Yeah, so i got to get back <laughs> into the water uh, this week. And... Um, Let's see what else I've got to. Um, yeah, I've got, I just got to get back into training. I've been really. You've bad. been. Wait a second now. The the New Year's Day try. You were. Oh, you didn't do your swim though, because you kind of wussied out, huh? Um, no, I, I swam. I swam maybe three strokes. It was so cold. <laughs> we had a we had a great group of people met met us down at uh, Coronel Mar State Beach, and it's beautiful days. Just gorgeous and. We went out for a really quick swim. Um, um, there was um, I met um, Michael Pajaro or Pajaro oh. as he says. Um, <laughs> what does AKA, he know? It's only his name. <laughs> AKA uh, Neoprene Wedgie, and uh, he's uh, he's a fabulous guy. So I got to meet him. A, um, a South African living in Southern California named Ian, who took his little daughter. Um, 
out. Uh, she did the triathlon too. I mean, little like she was adorable. Oh, she's adorable. And then uh, a guy by the name of Tri Vortex. Um, yeah, he wrote us, I think. Yeah, yeah, Whitney um, Robo Stew, who tackled me at the start like a the dick that he is. <laughs> and um, I'm forgetting somebody. God, I'm gonna they're gonna kill me. Um, Tri Boomer, huh? No, he didn't. He's from Texas. He's a little bit far. Yeah, I'll have to look up um, who else. And and so it was a great, it was great. It's very mellow. I I have a. Um, if anybody wants to bring their kids along with them for a triathlon and do them with them, um, expect zero working out, which is what <laughs> I, my kids were. Um, they had the they did their own triathlon, like whining, crying, and being, <laughs> being brats. Uh, so I was I was pissed off at them, but it was fun <laughs> overall. And uh, so we did that. And uh, oh, I know um, Amelia, amazing Amelia. Um, oh, that's right. She, she was there, and so it was a really nice, it's a really nice time. And but the better time I think may have been had up in in Minnesota. Oh yeah. With um, Try Mama, Iron Jenny, um, and it was all filmed by. Uh, uh, Taconite boy, who um, had quite the scare. Yeah, he had a nice little health scare. He, he uh, he's he was working out for Ironman Wisconsin, and he just was sort of getting back into it. He said, "Man, I didn't realize I'm that uh, shape because his his heart was really, um, you know, beating way too fast." Mm-hmm. And he finally went to the I think he went to the emergency room, and uh, they found out he had this heart condition that um, where where blood pools, you know, somewhere in your heart, and then it kind of forms a, can form a clot, and then send it off into your body and give you a stroke, and so um, I think he's, he got checked out, the rest of his heart is fine, there's, I think there's a good medicine to take care of of this, but, you know, Tri-Mama got a uh, call saying, um, you know, your husband's in the emergency room um, with a heart problem, so it was a pretty traumatic uh, Experience. I, I tend to think he he dreamt this all up so he wouldn't have to do the swim um, in Lake. <laughs> is it Minnetonka? So I don't know what the hell the lake's name is, but uh, they have a big lake up there that um, they swam in, and there's a video of it on uh, on the internet, and it's just uh, it's just crazy. They they jump in, they swim about ten yards in this you know frozen lake, and uh, um, I'm gonna get up there someday to do it. But it looked really fun, and they had one guy that was doing it, and they um, he was in a thong, um, which was very funny, and um, they're all wearing grass skirts, and it, was, it looked Aww. like a really fun time. Don't you know? As they yeah. <laughs> say up there. Um, oh man! So, at any rate, how's your training going? Well, it's going, man. This is uh, definitely different, um, way more intense. Then uh, last year at this time, it's funny because I actually found um, some of my training plans from this week last year, and uh, it was I, I did have a few two-a-day workouts, but they were um, I didn't really have much core to do, and right now I'm kind of doing core like every um, day almost, and so I have to go through and uh, I've kind of been away from my computer here a little bit, so I haven't entered my stuff into Training Peaks, which I need right. to do. So I'm gonna do all that like for the for two weeks here. Um, tomorrow, or I guess for a week, starting tomorrow, I gotta put all that in there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot. Like to what yesterday, I don't, um, I don't have my bike yet because I'm gonna get that in when I fly to California. 
um, for this camp that we're doing. Yeah, tell, um, tell people the, what you're doing there. At the end of the month. Um, Is that top secret or can you say? Um, I don't know if it's I don't know that it's top secret. I know that we're um, going to be uh, part of the Power Tap uh, clinic with the, with Floyd Landis um, and uh, the Floyd Landis Power power camp, I guess it's called, right. and um, Alan Lim is going to be out there, and um, Matt Mill, McQuaid, and uh, all kinds of cool people, um, so we get to go and uh, feel really <laughs> inferior for the weekend. Right, right. Um, I don't know, I may not feel too inferior on my very awesome new BMC bike, but uh, um, so I get to go out there and get it, and um, ride around with everybody, and run, and do all kinds of fun stuff. So that's going to be the end of the month. But I don't have the bike yet because it's being shipped right out there wow. um, since uh, just logistics worked out better. So I'm doing the uh, uh, so incline on my treadmill. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> so, the, so the first time you're going to ride your new bike, which, by the way, is um, like an $8,000 value. Yeah, a little bit more right. than that, actually. 9000 uh, I don't know. I don't know actually if it's that much, but it's um, it's it's in between there. <laughs> it's it's I'm like afraid to ride it. It's just like this beautiful thing. Okay, so the first time you ride your bike, you're gonna be riding with Floyd Landis. No, I doubt that. Melanie seriously, I, I don't know that I'm gonna be riding with them. I just know they're gonna be like sucking the same air as me up <laughs> there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's I I doubt that I'm gonna share any piece of road with them for very long, if at all. <laughs> Now tell, make sure you tell Melanie that um, your and my relationship is strictly platonic. So I don't want oh, to I will. getting jealous. I don't, don't want to get too jealous. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell yeah, me about Yeah, I know she's she's the number one, you know, after Greer. So. What do you mean after Greer? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking? That's Mrs. Kahuna, by the way, oh, who's what? actually running a half marathon right now as we're talking. Oh, right now, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not out there like with water cups for her. You know, when you're married for almost 20 years, we, we, we're, we're done with that nonsense. It's like you're every person for themselves you know, on race day. Yeah, she only had like, you know, brought four boys into the world, you know. What are, what are you? <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, this is so funny. I go to, I go to, the only thing I really like doing training-wise, uh, um, I don't really like swimming just because I've swam so much, you know, during my life. And running's fine, but it's I tend to get injured running, so I love biking, but I love spin because I, you know, I'm I'm a um, caveman when it comes to music, and so I get to you know <laughs> I get to hear all this you know new music, and and uh, so I, I enjoy it. Um, so I have this Nazi uh, spin instructor. She just is um, she's uh-huh. just crazy. But it, so yesterday I go to spin. It's me, and for some reason. People don't do their New Year's resolutions right away, so spin classes maybe half full, which is unusual. So, so I get there a little bit early, and I'm I'm reading. Um, I brought my Sports Illustrated to read, so I'm reading my Sports Illustrated, and there's like six women there, and so then they start just yakking about uh, um, an upcoming wedding one of them's having, and you know how to get the best photographer, and, and the secrets to taking a great wedding photo, and then then it goes on to this one woman is. Um, they waited till 2006 to try or seven to try for a baby, and how she's, wow. um, you know, doing this, and how then they go on to breastfeeding. And it's just like every kind of <laughs> chick subject you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and so after about ten minutes of this, one of them looks and goes, "Oh, this poor guy." You know, he's like, "Listen to all these, you know, talk about mammary glands and when do you stop, you know, breastfeeding and." 
Oh, um, <laughs> so I told him, I said, well, you know what, I only I have four boys at home, so I never get any of this kind of talk. Uh-huh. Um, so it's okay to get a little window into it once in a while. But that was my, I don't know why, I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I think spinning is not a guy's, uh, a guy's sport. But, yeah, not uh, so much, I don't think. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, I like it a lot. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, but you're but never mind. From what? <laughs> you're from California. A metrosexual. You're a metrosexual, Kahuna. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell me about your workout. So you, you, what, your trainers got you on this. First of all, you got rock hard abs, right? Oh, I don't know. They're getting there. Every time I sneeze, I want to like cry because they hurt <laughs> from all the core stuff that yeah. we've been doing. But um, I think it'll. I think I'm keeping up okay. I mean, it's like by the end of the day, I'm totally tired. So my insomnia is gone, which is a good thing. Right. Um. So well, anyway, this whole story since I didn't since I got on my bike yet because a bunch of us are flying out to Temecula to pick them up. Um, get to visit the wind tunnel in San Diego and all that stuff, so I'm excited. Um, but, yeah, so um, since I don't have my bike yet, and I sold Apollo, um, and so I'm kind of, you know, hard up for a bike here, so I, instead of, like, going to the wire or whatever and riding the um, stationary bike, um, my coach said it was okay if I just hiked up my treadmill to, like, an 8% incline and walked up that for <laughs> however long my... Uh, uh, which my call it my workout's supposed to be. So I did I've been doing that. So if I'm supposed to do like an hour ride, then I just walk on that thing for an hour and yeah, it's real fun. And then, you know, I'll have like a run later that day and the core workout that follows that and so yeah. <laughs> and then there's strength training that he's weaved into there, so that's probably two, three times a week strength training and um you can actually see my workouts and uh and go to my training log and keep up with all the workouts he's prescribed. If anybody's interested, just go to trainingpeaks.com forward slash Will's log, and you'll be able to pull it up. Just Will's go log. to, you know, the, yeah, Will's log, no com or no apostrophe, rather, just Will's log after a... I think I've been looking at that every day when I get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can uh, see if I've entered in what I've done yet. Like I said, though, don't get on my case yet because I haven't entered anything in because I've been away from my computer, but... Uh, well, so by the time this gonna... podcast is ready, it should be completely screwed Yeah, up then it'll be, exactly. So if anybody wants to go check out my uh, my training, you can go there. And um, I think everybody everybody on Team Race Athlete has their log also public. So you should be able to go to, like, Simply Stu's log or uh, Zen's log or any of these people's log and um, uh, pull up what they're doing. So we have a new we have a new member now. We finished all the eight. Yeah, tell me, um, tell me about the latest. So... Uh, well, you know, um, Tyler Jetpack was uh, the was a select was one of the selections, and then also Michelle. Everybody knows about Michelle, who's awesome, who I'm going to be sharing a room with when we go to Temecula. So it's going to be like cool. Um, we get to be girlfriends and stuff. Right. To the two girls on the team. Um, so she's going to be my big sis. Right. And uh, final selection is Chris Sweet, and uh, he's from Bloomington, in Illinois. And this guy is incredible. He um, had a broken collarbone. Um, 10 weeks out of uh, Ironman Lake Placid, and he couldn't get back in the water until three weeks out. And <laughs> uh, the man, qua- he missed a, a Kona spot in his age group by like four minutes, having recovered from a broken oh collarbone. He is just incredible, and he's like the coolest guy. So um, I'm really excited. Uh, we're all, we're all eight of us now are, are uh, ready to go. So. By the uh, way, that, that dude awesome. should send me a thank you note, because that's my bike he's riding, and... Uh, 
everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you would have been, uh, you would have been with us. Yeah, if I wasn't a quitter. No, you're uh, not a quitter. You. Hey, I did enter. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I did enter the lottery for um, Kona. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know, I figure, wow. I figure it's gonna take, um, you know, it's gonna take. Uh, many years to get to Kona, and so I might as well start playing the odds, you know, immediately. What are you going to do now? See, because you didn't want to, you kind of like pulled out of the whole race athlete thing because of all of the life things going on, but now what are you going to do if you win the, the Kona slot? That's gonna, like I'm way gonna go more. Kona. I'm going to go to Kona. <laughs> That's way more involved. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get one, but if I am. Um, well, I nobody ever does, but then yeah. they do. But if I happen to get one, it's like winning the lottery, so I'll be. Uh, yeah. I'll be, Kona uh, Shelly did. Shelly from. Uh, I know. Iron Man. That's when she went to Kona. It was like amazing. I do have a little bit of hope in that they ask you. It's not. I don't think it's a strict lottery because they ask you a lot of questions about um, you oh. know, why you're doing this and everything else. So I went heavy on the um, podcast and uh, and the tri scholarships and everything else. So you know. Oh, that means you have to take me with you if they if they. Uh, oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. So see, all right. And I told them that my um, I'm racing it for my mom who's dying of of um, cancer and my my um, dad who's um, working. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's a whole lot of uh, breathing in there. Sorry about that. Okay, <laughs> I was trying to anything that will work to get me to Kona. I will uh, do. You're not laughing. Okay. Um, <laughs> my mom is fine. Um, <laughs> Okay, now what are we going to do now? <laughs> we go this is your edit, my dear. Should we go to the um, Coach's Corner? Uh, Yeah, we can go to Coach's Corner. That sounds like a good plan. All right, um, what did you talk about this? Um, we are going to talk about some strength training specifics, which is very good because actually I was just on the phone with him um, several times this weekend about, uh, had some questions about some different exercises that he had prescribed. Um, so I uh, talked to Mike Ritchie this week about some, some different um, things you could work into your strength routine um, because once the season hits, you may not be able to work in too many sessions like this. So, uh, I mean, once it really gets going. Right. Um, so anyway, now's a good time to work on some uh, strength training. So we're just going to kind of get into some specifics there. All right. Let's pop me up. All right. Here again with my coach, Mike Ritchie. And uh, Mike, how are you doing today? Good, Bill. How are you? Hanging in there, hanging in there. And for everybody listening, Mike is a Level 3 USAT coach. Uh, Mike, today we're going to talk a little bit about some strength training, and uh, you have some really awesome specific exercises. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about what we should be working on? Sure. Uh, besides core, which I think we talked about before, one of the things that I like to see athletes do is um, create uh, single leg strength. So sometimes you, you can figure out or realize that you're stronger on one side on the bike or the other or you run one side, you know, one, one leg is stronger than the other. So I like to do uh, a series of, of exercises in the weight room that just focus on one leg at a time. So if you're weaker on the right or weaker on the left, you can do more reps with that side. Um, a good example would be doing single leg press. So most of us do single leg press with two legs. And, you know, if, if you have a stronger leg, that stronger leg actually will help compensate for the weaker leg. So what I like to see athletes do is just put one leg up on the press and obviously lower the weight and then do 10, you know, 10 reps and then switch legs. And 
if you can't get the 10 reps with the other leg or you can do more reps with the other leg you know, easily, then you probably have a weaker side, so you may want to do more reps with the weaker leg. And that's, that's one exercise we do. Another one, um, I really love step-ups. I think that they uh, really help translate power on the bike and uh, running up hills because it's the same motion, you know, it's that push-off. And when you're doing a step-up, just remember always to uh, use the power of the up leg. So as you step up onto the step, use that power to pull you up. Don't push off the ground, but push from that's where you create that strength. And then another another um, exercise would be single leg squats, and you can do those um, with a dumbbell or without anything. One of the things I like to do is I'll put a, um, a water bottle on the ground, or even put like three water bottles, one in front of me, one to the left, and one to the right, and then I'll squat down and try to um, touch it with my index finger, and then each time I just go from the left to the middle to the right and then alternate, and then try to cross over my body and reach the one all the way on the left with my right hand and the one on my right with my left hand, just kind of mix it up like that. So. Those are three real good exercises. Um, and the last one I really like to do is uh, split, single split uh, leg lunge, which is with one foot on a bench. And you just hold the dumbbell, and then you just, like you do in a regular lunge, and um, you go down and you come up, and you just only have that one leg really to um, power back up with. And I, I find those four exercises are great, and um, there are lots of exercises I can go on and on forever. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. Well, if anybody uh, wants any, um, maybe some visuals or something like that, do you have any a place where they can go and sort of check I those out? I do have a couple of really good links that I found on the web. So if anybody wanted them, they could certainly shoot me, shoot me an email. Or I could even send you the links as well, and you could post them because they are just um, extraordinary. I, don't, I have some very good exercises on my site, and they're very basic. Um, these are kind of more advanced, but I think that, uh, you know, as you're getting in your second and third season, you really need to start thinking about what your weaknesses are. And these exercises will definitely tell you, okay, you know, my right side is weaker than my left, and my left is weaker than my right. And um, getting get these exercises in a program, you don't have to do 100 repetitions. I mean, just doing 3, 6, and 12 will certainly, certainly help you out. Wow, and that's definitely something that, um, yeah, forward those along, and I'll put them up uh, when when um, we post everything for the show, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested in that, and it sounds like I'm right in the place where I need to start thinking about those kinds of, kinds of things. This is my third season um, starting out here, so uh, I guess we're, we're all about the right timing here, huh? Yeah, I think we're going to gonna learn a lot of new things this year, and that'll be a lot of fun for both of us, and um, I think with your... Um, coming off a real strong season you had in terms of all the volume you did and stuff, you're gonna, you know, you'll see some good gains this year and get in the weight room, make you a little stronger, a little more efficient and, and figure out what those weaknesses are and try to iron those out and get you nice and strong for Wisconsin. Great. Sounds exciting. All right. Well, thanks again, and um, you uh, have a great weekend, and thanks again for checking in with us. Thanks, Will. You take care. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Wow, well, that was great. Um, Tell me about your training. I know you're doing a lot of, of what he's saying. What what um, what does an average weight workout look like for you? Um, well, there are like probably six or seven different exercises, and uh, um, the thing I like about the these weight workouts is that he incorporates. Um, it, it's not just you lifting weights to lift weights. He says, okay, well you're going to do this uh, lateral pull, and um, you know use a band because then you know you can simulate your catch in the water and that's what this workout's for you know to help your catch and uh, so he really ties it into sports uh, specific uh -huh. things um, like he says uh, for the one 
leg um, squats. It says you want to try to simulate the pose, and um, you know this is going to help your run. Uh, and you know, so all of these different things he ties to the different disciplines. And it's not just you know you're lifting weights to lift weights, or you're doing squats to do squats, or lunges to do lunges. You know, you're doing it because it's going to help this muscle, um, which you'll need when you're doing this leg of your triathlon in you know form any four months or whatever. And he gets really specific about it. And so, you know, you can kind of suffer a little bit more through it when you realize, okay, this is making me stronger. And, you know, the last five miles of this race aren't going to suck quite as bad because, you know. Right. So it's easier to kind of keep your head in it while you're doing it. So definitely a help. By the way, if anybody out there has some um, good ways to increase the kahuna's power on his bike, um, he, he is... Uh, <laughs> He was devastated to learn that 1,300 people passed him on the uh, oh. Ironman uh, Florida, which, in my defense, it means that I was ahead of um, almost 2,000 people on the, um, more than 2,000 people on the, oh, yeah. on the swim, you but uh, God, it just, swim. it blows to be passed by that many people, so um, uh, I'm looking for ways to get uh, faster on the bike, which I imagine is, um, is going to hurt. But that's okay. <laughs> you know, another cool tip from Mike was um, if you – he's not a big fan of, like, riding for three hours on the train or whatever, and you don't have this problem anyway, but um, increasing your endurance and your power in the other disciplines um, will help your your power and your um, endurance on the bike, too. Uh -huh. So, like, if you get your run-up, then that's supposed to help your – your bike with like powering your legs and that kind of thing. Right, right, right. Um, so I don't know, maybe work on some of that a little bit too. But I have a feeling you're uh, probably just fine. We'll <laughs> do that. I'm gonna do a lot of um, I'm gonna do a lot of hill training because it's uh, we got wildflower and um, yeah, we got wildflower. That's all. I yeah, I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little nervous about that. Curly Sue is a machine, man. She listen to this crazy girl she and i almost got sucked into it let me tell you and then i had to have uh, a friend of mine talk some sense into me but um i uh she emailed me and uh said hey why don't we do um a relay for the long course and then do the olympic the next day and i was like all right let's go let's do it <laughs> <laughs> That's so I'm like trying to recruit people, <laughs> and uh, I emailed Michelle, um, who's the, one of the newer uh, team race athlete um, picks, and um, she's like, "Yeah, sorry, I'm not going to be able to help you out with that because um, uh, we were going to have her do the run, and I was going to do the bike, and uh, Carly was going to do the swim, right, um, or something, or work it out to where one of the I was going to do the bike, and one of them was right. going to do something else. But anyway, it didn't work out, and um, Mike Ritchie was all like, "Yeah, you know, if uh, if you're if you're about that, then go for it. I think it'll be okay." And then it just dawned on me, like, what am I doing? <laughs> I talked to a friend of mine who did uh, the race last year, and he was just like, you know, uh, probably not a good plan. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting bike course, I will say that. Um, so I'm just, I, so this is going to be my big race unless I get into Kona. I'll know April 15th. I know it's a super long shot, but I'll know April 15th if I get in. So... They let you know that, yeah, because I guess you got to, like, book hotels and all that stuff, huh? Yeah, and, I, and, and people who are in the lottery, they have to actually qualify. They have to do a iron iron or half Ironman race bef in, within a year of Kona, so I'm okay because of uh, Florida. but um, Right, yeah. Wow, uh, they, they don't miss around. Time, so. Oh, how epic is that going to be? So now if you win, that means you have to go this year, right? Oh, yeah. 
together mm. here. That's expensive. You just like save in your pennies just in case. Um, I have no pennies to save, uh, but uh, <laughs> just gonna wing it. I'm going to, I don't know what I'll do, you know, what's, what's the cost of a dream? Oh, beautiful. It's probably about $5,000. <laughs> about five grand, I think, uh, what it boils uh, down to. I couldn't believe in the Iron Man, by the way, that, um, they, um, they nick you for so much money on just things that, like, just getting there is only half the thing, then it's like... Okay, you want your pictures? Boom, you know, almost a yeah. hundred bucks. Okay, you want you for know, pic? Are you serious? It costs that much? Yeah, I think it was. You know, for my package, it was like oh. seventy-five bucks. What are you gonna do? I mean, you want to get a picture? You know, pictures. Oh my gosh! And then you could probably buy them, you know, individually. But you know, I want, you know, I want them all. And then, um, then there's there's stuff that we didn't do. You know, um, that was just like you know, I can't spend any more money. And then. We've got, uh, you know, everybody buys up their finishes. It's so funny. Like, the finishers, uh, the next day, all the people getting their finisher stuff, it was uh, it was just like a um, the after Christmas sale, you know. Wow. People just, like, rummaging through things and, and uh, oh just strip the place clean. Huh. So, um, yeah, it was like that up at um, Wisconsin. Um, there's just, you know almost nothing left the next day. People get up early just to go down there. And <laughs> they do. There's a big line just to get in the store. I know. <laughs> and they already give you like a t-shirt and a hat and all that. Yeah. People wanted like the jackets uh, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think RoboStew spent like He was like first two, in line, wasn't he? $2,000 <laughs> on the, on the Shut up. Oh my God. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so you can make it for that much. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, we have a, uh, we have a, we're going to give away a tri scholarship and this is, this is a um, sort of a, um, Try karma deal we pa- we try to pass along, and this is for people that want to get into the sport if it's their first triathlon um, and they have a um, a great story uh, they can be eligible for a tri scholarship or we will pay their entry fee and this is an idea from uh neoprene wedgie um, <laughs> and uh, he wanted us to promote his site so um, it's <laughs> oh wedgie. it's uh, a good site anyway is it dot com <laughs> neoprenewedgie.com? I think it, yeah, I think he does have his own domain. Uh, um, otherwise, it's just if that doesn't work, insert the blogspot.com thing in there and okay. neoprenewedgie.blogspot.com. But I think it is neoprenewedgie.com. And we gave away, I think we gave away seven last year. We've given away one already this year, and um, this is the next one. And this is a guy that um, he says he he subscribes to 20 podcasts, and and Get Your Geek On is Ooh. definitely within the top three of his podcast. Now, now I think if you're applying for a scholarship, you should say we're number one, but um, <laughs> that's just for future people. Um, so he, um, he signed up for his first try and he's doing the team and training and, um, he's going to do, um, what is his first try? I'm trying to go through this really quickly. Um, the tri, tri play, no, yeah. Tri play triathlon festival in, uh, Las Colinas, Texas, mm-hmm. and he is um, he's doing it for the team and training now has and that's that's team and training is for um, uh, cancer is it just leukemia or is it uh, uh, leukemia lymphoma society okay, the, right. like I I think it's all 
the things that fall under that category. It's a great organization. If you ever go to races, whether they're um, running races or triathlons, it's you know you see the purple team and training people. They always put their names on the front, and everybody's like you know go so and so team and training. I mean it's, it's just a wonderful. I always try to hang next to those guys so I get their positive energy as everybody's cheering them along the course. Um, but they have a uh, they introduce these honored heroes, which were people that were living with leukemia, lymphoma, or other kind of blood cancer. And um, he just said it really, really moved him. And so he wants a tri scholarship for he wants us to do the tri scholarship to match um, the entry fee, um, and that would go as a donation to team and training. So I think that's a good. Oh yeah. Um, so he's already paid for the uh, entry, but we will match. His his entry fee and with a donation to team and training. Very good. So very oh, good. I'm sorry, I didn't even say his name. Um, this is Tim. Tim was we'll called Tim because I don't know if he wants his last name. Yeah. Good so, one. Um, anyway, so Tim, you're you're there, and um, uh, and we we're glad to help team and training. We love that, and that's that's a great idea. So and mm-hmm. if you want to help sponsor a um, triathlete and I don't know I think it's just a good thing to, to help uh, others get into the field that you know, maybe they're tight on money or a lot of times it's not even tight on money they just need that little extra oomph to yeah to the extra somebody else is you know involved now so it's like a, a little push yeah yeah and tri- I think triathlon is like a um, like Lay's potato chips you know you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't just eat just one you know, once you get into it, you're you're going to be hooked. Um, oh yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know anybody who's ever tried to try and hasn't liked it. Everyone who has ever tried one has stuck. Yeah, and even if you even if you just like have a horrible race, they still like you. Know, like when you once yeah. you cross that finish line, it's just like you know what? I all, did it. Yeah. It's like childbirth. It's like everything's forgotten. <laughs> yeah, because you know all about that. <laughs> you know, I was. <laughs> I was right beside my wife on all four times. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about it. Um, we've got, we do have um, Tri-Boomer. He's he's our, uh, what do we call him? Oh, yeah. Tri-Correspondent or Matt? Yeah, he's going to be our, our, I'm sure he's going to come up with some cool uh name i think we should you know what i think we should call it um right here right now with tri boomer or something because uh it's kind of his theme song right, um right. so uh we'll have to check in with him and or maybe we can call a segment stay tuned maybe we should ask everybody out there what the what we, they think we should call the segment and uh whoever comes up with um the coolest name maybe we can send them a t-shirt or something and so he's got the latest in news uh for, both from the triathlon world and from the tri blogger uh alliance world so um Let's go ahead and take a listen to what he's got this week. Sounds good. Welcome to the Get Your Geek on Stay Tuned Report. I am Tri Boomer. Has the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air written a triathlon training book? And Lance calls off the mountain bike showdown with Floyd. These two stories and more right here, right now, on the report. Let's get started with the news from Triopolis. McKeeley Jones, the ladies winner of the 2006 Ironman Hawaii World Championships, has signed to wear two times U apparel and wetsuits for 2007 and 2008 seasons. Commencing this month, 
She will represent the Two Times You brand after a decade-long relationship with Reebok. Chris Macca McCormick has been named the 2006 Triathlete of the Year by Competitor Magazine. In 2006, Macca finished first in six races, including his third first-place finish at Ironman Australia, a second-place finish at the Pukan Half Ironman, and second at the 2006 Ironman World Championships in Hawaii. This award will be presented to him on February the 3rd in San Diego at the magazine's 15th Awards Gala. Did the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air get jiggy with it and write a triathlon training guide? Well, not really. That Will Smith hasn't, but Will Smith, the physical rehab specialist and personal trainer, has co-authored a book titled Tri-Power, The Ultimate Program for Triathlon Success. Smith has teamed up with author Paul Brediani, who has also written numerous other sports guides such as Golf Flex, Ski Flex, and Power Sculpt for Men and Power Sculpt for Women. The book is expected to be released in May. And the last news story. Just when the excitement had begun, the announced mountain bike showdown between Lance Armstrong and Floyd Landis has been called off. A couple of weeks ago, Armstrong in an interview said that he would race in the Leadville Trail 100 mountain bike race in Colorado in 2007. Coincidentally, Floyd Landis has also expressed an interest in competing in the same race. However, on December the 28th, Armstrong's manager announced that he would not compete in the Leadville 100 due to a scheduling conflict. All of the initial buzz may have been for nothing anyhow, because the race carries a National Off-Road Bicycle Association sanction, meaning that Landis would not have been able to compete should he be suspended for a positive testosterone test at the 2006 Tour de France, unless organizers decide to proceed without the sanction. And that does it for the news from Triopolis. In the blog land buzz, what you and the TriBlogger Alliance are posting and chatting about in the forums. The major themes are New Year's and reflections of the year just passed. The TBA's chatter matter is focusing on race goals, improving performance, and losing weight in 2007. And this recently sent to me by that Tri-Diva Magnifique and last year's International Tri-Blogger of the Year, Kona Shelley, is a crazy YouTube video of a New York City bike race. It's an amateur underground alley cat race through the streets of Manhattan and Times Square. You get a helmet cam view of the cyclists as they are dodging traffic and weaving through taxi cabs and buses as they go through the city to be the ultimate winner of the race. This is a definite do not try this at home type of video, but nonetheless a fascinating view of extreme urban cycling. Check it out at youtube.com and search for NYC Bike Race. I'll post a link to the video and the links to all of the other blogs and stories on my site at triboomer.com. If you see multi-sport news happening or learn of a cool site, please send it my way by emailing me at triboomer at comcast.net. And finally, here's my toast to you. May you have a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2007. May all of your races be a PR, and as always, stay tuned.
we go. Ty Boomer, awesome as usual. He's on top of his, it. He totally is with his uh, complete coverage of the tri world at large. So thanks again to him. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think we're approaching the end here, huh? We are. But don't you have a? Do you have any letters? Oh, I do. I almost forgot. I'm Whoa. so excited about this one. Yeah. <laughs> I know all the training is just uh, kind of, <laughs> I need a recovery day. Um, so, okay. Um, I did get a very cool letter, and I think you also were copied this one. Um, this is kind of like a triathlete chapter, but it's like a letter, too, because he um, wasn't, he didn't really want to call in and even do the recording and all that kind of stuff, but he did want us to have his story. So I'm going to try to read through this. Um, there's a couple spots in here that make me kind of blushy, so I might kind of, <laughs> you know, go quickly over those parts and, uh -oh. you know. Slow down. Recap, but okay. No. Um, but anyway, he's got a very, very cool story. So um, this is from Eric. And uh, it says, Kahuna and Will, it's not really a tri chapter as I haven't started as of yet. This will be my first season. But just wanted to tell you guys my story. No, not going to call and record it. I can hear Kahuna now making fun of my South Carolina accent. Oh, come on. <laughs> Eric. All right. Um, you would be uh, making fun of it, not me. I no, that would be the last thing I would be doing. <laughs> but um, you'd probably be uh, you'd probably be making fun of me, however. Correct. So swooning over the uh, yeah southern southern Carolina. So, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, so here it goes. I was always overweight from childhood, all the way through middle school and freshman year of high school, until my brother and I started in martial arts. Best thing we could have done at the time of our lives. Kept us out of trouble, and I got skinny. Actually, well-muscled, even ripped for the summer. And for the first time in my life, felt good about myself, confident even. I loved to travel. I used to spend a lot of time with my family in Florida. Spent a month in, a month in Costa Rica. Ah, he says that. Y si, will yo también hablo español, aunque soy gringuito. Says, uh, <laughs> I also speak Spanish, even though I'm a little white, even though I'm a, I'm a white boy. Um... My best year, best month of my life, which may be the main reason I have been a bit dissatisfied with my life ever since. I never wanted to be the nine to five, uh, the nine to five guy, only getting to live a few days, only only getting to live life a few days a week, basically Saturday and Sunday, and the rest of the time filling my days with distractions, TV, internet, etc. More or less, just killing time until you die, which is exactly what I'd begun to, which is exactly what I'd been doing. Don't get me wrong, I've been married for the last five years to a beautiful woman, and it's great. Just had an awesome baby boy, and wow, if I had known how great it would be, I would have I would have had one a long time ago. But along with marriage comes many responsibilities. Having to have that 9-to-5 job, actually 7-to-5, only two weeks of vacation a year, no longer having the freedom to travel on a whim and stay for a couple of weeks or more. Worst of all, I started working with computers, which is a very sedentary job. All of a sudden, I'm 28 years old, 30 pounds overweight, have nothing to look forward to, and wondering where the last five years of my life went. Being overweight, especially as a kid, leaves considerable scars. I'm very self-conscious about my weight, and it bothers me for people who know me when I was in shape to see me now. I, I rarely want to go out and... I am worse than a woman when it comes to finding something to wear because nothing fits. No offense, ladies, you're all beautiful. <laughs> uh, I love what Will says in one of her try life lessons about band-aid fixes because that's me. If I were going on vacation or I make a bet with a coworker to see who can lose weight the fastest, anything to give me the motivation to work out, and I'm and I'm on it. Lose 20 pounds in no time. Two or three months later, after vacation or whatever, and I'm back to where I started, fat and unhappy. That bastard said it best. I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. 
toot. So around August of '06, I started. Uh, so around August of '06, I decided that cycling may be something that I that could keep me interested and keep me in shape at the same time. Somewhere in the process of looking for a bike, I remember a guy I used to know that did triathlons and decided that that's even better. What's better? Um, what, oh, I lost my place. There we go. Uh, what's better than a little competition? What's better than a little competition to give you the motivation to train and stay in shape? So, fifteen hundred dollars later, I was ready to start training. <laughs> uh, took one ride and then went to the pool a few days later, and that's as far as I got. I was just a terrible swimmer. I immediately got to that. What the hell did I just get myself into? Feeling? Can you return this thing to eBay? Uh, so that's uh, so that's about as far as my triathlon dreams got. I kept saying that I would f- um, start fresh in January to train. Um, for a new season, but every time I walked into the garage and saw my bike, I knew that I was ne- that that was never going to happen. Even thought about selling uh, and trying to recoup a little bit of money. That was until I finally got the MP3 player I had been wanting for a while. Hard to hard to uh, hard to get the wife to let me spend more uh, any more money after that. Um, I went to iTunes, went nuts downloading podcasts on everything imaginable. Even saw a few on triathlons. Why not? I thought I was hooked um, from the first Get Your Geek On and haven't been the same since. Oh, yeah. I, listened to the <laughs> I listened to the first uh, 25 episodes or so in a day. I'm sure you've heard this before, but we'll oh, see. This is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get blushy. But um, I'm sure you've heard this before, but Will's chapter inspired me to no end. She, she put, put her words exactly into how oh. I have been feeling for years. In the Tri Life Lessons, wow. My favorites are the nemesis and the apathy cancer. I literally had my alarm set for 5 a.m. for the past couple of years. You can count the time on one hand. I've actually gotten up to work out. But ever since I started listening, no more alarm clock negotiations. I look forward to working out now. I have trained every day since then. Wow. And oh, I've, oh, my um, God. I have signed up for a 5K next week and have scheduled either a 5K, 10K, even a half marathon for every other weekend from now until my first sprint triathlon in March. Try is all I talk about, and I have been on a mission to tell everybody at work and and friends about the sport and try to get them to listen to the podcast so they too can get inspired to fight the apathy cancer that affects so many today. Thank you guys for what you do, especially the deep stuff from you, Will. You inspire mm-hmm. me. You are all right, too, Kahuna. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Um, and that's from Eric. So. Um, it's very sweet. See, this is what it's all about. This the people who change their lives, and it's just incredible to hear stories like this. Because I mean, I remember what that felt like to just kind of really not feel like you know you're just stuck in this rut, and uh, then something comes along and you kind of break yourself out, and it's just so liberating. Wow, that's just amazing. Way to go, Eric. Way to go, Eric. And if and if you um, are in Eric's boat or were in it or how Eric was. Go to tryfind.com, which is a list of all the triathlons in the United States, and uh, and just go pick one out. Do a sprint mm-hmm. one, pick one out, um, and sign up. And, Definitely. And that will, uh, that will be great motivation because you, you're going to have to work out then. So. Definitely. And then, you know, even apply for a triathlete scholarship. But uh, don't freak out about all the equipment and all that kind of stuff you need either because um, chances are where you live there's a there's a tri-club of some kind. And if there's not, there are virtual tri-clubs tri everywhere. Um, and uh, if, as a matter of fact, if you want to find um, out if there's a tri-club in your area and you're not sure, um, I know triathlete.com has uh, a national um, database of different uh, local Try related resources, so 
check that out. Um, you know, and and just the blogosphere in general. You can you kind of have a little tri community there, um, reading some blogs and and uh, participating in some forums and things like that. So there there's people out there for you. Yeah, you have plenty of help, and you can wow your. I have I'm a terrible I have terrible I'm a writer, um, and I can't do anything mechanical at all. And my <laughs> my kids have inherited my genes, and so we're we're just like I mean we can't do anything around the house. It's very very sad. Uh, <laughs> but my kid has really gotten into my 18 year old's gotten into riding my bike. He just he just loves it, and uh, so he um, so the, but the tire was flat. He goes, can you change this? And so I cha- you know I'm changing. I'm showing him how to do it, but I'm very good at changing tires now, which I couldn't do you know three years ago. I couldn't do it at all. And uh, he's wow. just, he just sitting there like in utter amazement. It's like, oh my god, oh you can do that. Oh, there's a tube inside that tire. Oh, you know, it's you're like, a hero. What a, yeah, I'm a hero. So that's uh, and then you know what he did? This is why teenagers are so frustrating. He goes with his friend. I go look. If you if you ride my bike, you got to wear a helmet. So he takes my nice Iron Man helmet that I have, oh. and he. He, we have an alley in the back of our house, so he, you know, goes to the gate. As soon as he's out of my sight, he stuffs the helmet, you know, behind a telephone pole or something in the alley, and then goes rides away. So he comes back, and of course the helmet's gone. And, oh. and so, so he comes and he's like, "Dad, I'm just going to tell you straight up, <laughs> your helmet's gone." What do you mean it's gone? I'm like, "It's gone. I just, I you know, put it in the alley. I didn't wear it. I'm sorry, but it's gone." And um, I'm like, why the hell? You know, like I'm getting all pissed. He goes, oh, you can't get mad. I mean, I told you, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mess around. I told you exactly what happened. I was like, what is it? You know, I didn't give you amnesty for getting pissed off. <laughs> so your helmet's like really gone? It was yeah, my helmet's gone. And it had my little, you know, I had my little uh, number on it from the Iron Man. Oh, no. Yeah, somebody somebody stole it. I know, it's horrible. Oh, man. Now, that would have never happened in an Indiana town, right? Uh, no, no. No. The, uh, cows don't uh, steal helmets out Some here. Amish guy's not going to be sitting there with a no, uh, helmet not. with his... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely not. There's no use for that here. <laughs> okay, well, if anybody sees 15, 1375, I think... Um, Helmet with a 1375 oh. sticker on. Um, that is the Kahuna's. Wow. Hey, um, have you uh, thought any more about your um, your flirting with Iron Man Wisconsin here for 2007? Um, you know, I'm done with that. Yeah, you're over that. I'm over it. Not that I don't want to be, but you know, it's going to be hard. <laughs> you know, if I get to be especially if, if you I get to Kona. Kona um, <laughs> Well, if I get to Kona, that would be like a perfect training thing. No. Um, there you go. Uh, no, I just you know I gotta I gotta um, I gotta be true to my word. So yeah. No, um, no Wisconsin. I don't know if I need to be true to my word, but um, I just think it's something that I, it's it's not big. It's it's huge. Believe me, you know, and that's why it, it wasn't mm-hmm. such a lure. But only um, only Kona could get me uh, to go back on my <laughs> word. <laughs> but, but then no problem. Yeah, because then it's going in people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, you're going to come out and watch, though, right? You said. Yeah. You can try. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, as long as um, the only thing my oldest one is going to go to uh, college. So if he goes, uh, um, and they go right around that time. So if he's going to college, I got to send him off. But otherwise. Right. Oh yeah, I'm of there. course. I'm there. Sounds yeah. like a plan. All right. So we got. Um, well, let's listen to what. Um, 
Apparently, it's the only good part of the show, according to Eric, which is... You're all right, too. You're all right, too. Okay, no, come on. it's okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get the groupies. I don't know. Oh. All right. Yes, you do. Shall we revisit uh, the Ritz Vito? No. no. Um, <laughs> I, I think Melanie McCoy's a group, groupie. She's totally a group. Yeah, um, she's all about you. So Maybe uh, she'll uh, give me a note to pass on to <laughs> when we get to my kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go to... Check um, yes or no. The, oh, my God, you remember those, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Not that much bigger than you. Um, you know let, what? Me, let me give you one more quick story. Okay. This is um, Well, you know this because you work with kids, but... So, so my son, this is the same 18-year-old, he just turned 18, and so I'm looking through my phone bill. Oh. And... And, you know, we have cell phone, you know, cell phone bills, and he has cell phone. And all of a sudden, it's like the bill is like, you know, $200 more than it usually is. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is this? You know, so I'm looking through, and there's got to be a mistake or something. And I see under his thing, you know, a bazillion text messages a day. I mean, by a bazillion, literally 50 to 75 text messages a day. I'm just like, what is he doing? And it's the <laughs> same number. And it starts off like from the minute he wakes up till like late at night. And so like I call him on the cell phone. I'm like, what is this? God dang it. He goes, well, it's just the way we do things, you know. And I go, well, what is this number? It's like the same number a million times. And he's like, stop. He's like, uh, I don't know. That's not really familiar to me. What? I'm like, Taylor, you called it, you know. 150 times in three days. And he goes, well, it might be that girl I met in, in Laguna Beach. <laughs> so he's text messaging a girl well, 50 times a day. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, like in his defense, yeah, I'm going to stick up for you, Taylor. That is so easy to get pulled into because you don't even realize that you can have a conversation over text messages and it's like you don't even realize that you're getting charged not only for the ones you send but for the ones you receive. I just found that out. Um, yeah, and, no uh, kidding. And this is, yeah, but this totally is a kid that like his, his even with even with women, girls, you know, his, his maximum, you know, word length of a sentence is like two, two words. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, okay, see ya. That's, that's just like his phone conversations, but all of a sudden he's become this uh, this crazed uh, Hemingway on um, <laughs> on this freaking text messages. Well, now don't you remember? Think think way back now oh, to. Uh, um, <laughs> oh wait wait wait! They didn't have they didn't have, they didn't have cell phones <laughs> back then. <laughs> no, and I wasn't like a chatty Kathy ever. Just, uh, oh come on. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he's uh, he's in deep trouble. On uh, so I made him pay it for that, and then I'm making him pay today. We're gonna go get. I'm gonna get a new bike helmet. So oh, you're making him buy you a new bike helmet yeah, too. Of course. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he's gonna pay for that. So he'll be. Oh no, you're he's done with you're me. Tyrannical. All right. Well, let's let's um enough. Of, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to the try life lesson. Keep the law. 
One, there will be times when the only sounds you'll hear are the spinning of your own wheels, the grinding of your own gears, and your own breath echoing your own footfalls. You'll either be ahead of the pack, behind it, or in a pocket of time between the two. But the one thing you will never be is out there alone. Two, if you win, someone will criticize you for not finishing faster. If you DNF, someone will criticize you for the 8.7 billion things you could have possibly done and said someone's infinite wisdom to prevent it. The only way to win is to race your own race and know that in the end, no matter the outcome, every scrap of that day is yours, that critics have plagued every pioneer throughout time, and that history remembers none of them for it. 3. It takes far more effort to compose a rationale for not doing than it does to actually do. By the time you've sorted all the reasons to stay in bed, invented just the right excuse that facilitates the injection of your perfectly prescribed justification, you'd be halfway out the door. Ironically. The easiest way around is through. Four. Frankly, there are bigger things out there than you and your biggest day. Every race knows this and will find a way to educate you if you forget. Five. Learn to deal with problems like you would fixing flats. Find the source of the leak and patch it if you can. If you can't, there is only starting fresh. But most importantly, remember that one way or another, in the end, you get back on the bike and ride on. This is my childhood manifesto, chapter two. Hey, Will, in that Trilac chapter? Yeah. Great job. <laughs> Thanks, I'm holding my breath away. <laughs> Great job. Um, and uh, that brings us to the end of the show, so it's time to, to say uh, adios. It is, it amigos. is. Adios, amigos. Alrighty, everybody, until next time, I suppose this is going to be Iron Will signing off. And this is the Iron Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo. And it's that time again for the business section of our show. Get Your Geek On is sponsored by BMC Bikes, Cyclops Power, Zip Speed Weaponry, 2 Times U Human Performance Multiplied, Noon Active Hydration, D3 Multisport, Colorado Multisport, Shoe Wallet, Nepsa, Hammer Nutrition, and is affiliated with Team Race Athlete. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a soundbite for the show, visit the sidebar of TryGeekDreams.com or through TH3Wall.com for more information. Get Your Geek On is a production of Iron Geek New Media. And if you want to help Get Your Geek On keep going on the on the air, uh, you can hit the donation PayPal buttons on make a donation on the PayPal buttons on either of our websites. And if you want to sponsor a tri scholarship, you can do the same thing. 
And if you'd like a token of the Get Your Geek On show, visit getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com for authentic logo apparel. Now stay tuned for our more <laughs> authentic, authentic moments. moments. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this week I'm going to talk about uh, what you can accomplish if you have the guts to be oh, yourself. Shit. Shit. What? 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 It didn't record? It didn't record, huh? The whole show didn't record? Oh, you know what? Maybe it did record. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. It did record. It Are you sure? About 47 minutes. Yeah, you're probably fine. Ooh, Ooh. deep breath. <laughs> deep cleansing breath. So, this week I'm just talking about, um, uh, See, I feel like I talk about the same damn thing every single time. Like, oh, I'm talking about potential. You know? Um, God. <laughs> people, you know, people don't get the message. They have to learn. God. Drill it through their heads. No. <laughs> um, okay, here, here we go. So, you know, this week I'm talking about uh, kind of what happens when you, uh, when you try. Well, that's new. Aren't you going to talk about something new? You can do the same thing every week. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Alright. So, you know, a little bit of effort, and uh, I think this week I'm. Uh, I think. Uh, now look what you did. <laughs> Alright. Wow, well, that's nothing like any other Twilight lesson I've heard from you. Come on. Are you recycling them now? Oh, you're getting me back for that. They didn't have cell phones when you were a kid thing, aren't you? <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Well, awesome job as, as always. What can I say? Just perfect. Come on. <laughs> awesome job, as always, as every single other time every you other do time a trial lesson. Okay, ready? Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> well, that's inspiring stuff. I, I really appreciate you doing that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're so bad at BS. <laughs> It's got right here. This has got to be the Sounds genuinely fake this time, will you? <laughs> oh, oh, well, that was, that was good. Uh, I bet you talked about how to motivate people. <laughs> you are so going to hell. <coughs> Look at that, see? You know, what I said that, you know what that is right there? Castigo de Dios. You know what that means? No. <laughs> I tell that to my students all the time when they like accidentally run into a wall or a desk or something. Castigo de Dios, punishment from God. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> For something you did that nobody saw. <laughs> we haven't even been drinking. I know. God. It's like nine in the morning. Okay, here we go. <laughs>